What's up and welcome to Fortitude in 15 with Sam Panich and Parker Yablon, presented by Elevation Nation. In 15 minutes, we're going to talk about what's going on in the real world and give you some tips and tricks on how to activate mental fortitude and conquer the real world. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And no, I'm not talking about the holidays. I'm talking about March Madness, my personal favorite three-ish weeks where there's just incredible college basketball on. And Parker, I love it, man. And I wanted to do a podcast on it. I know you like March Madness for some of the stories, some of the great basketball. And it's our podcast, so we can talk about whatever we want. So today, we're talking about March Madness, ladies and gentlemen. So strap in. Well, March Madness is a lot more fun when the Terps are playing in it, by the way. It's a lot more fun when our team at least has a shot. Um, this year, unfortunately, the Terps did not make it to the tournament. It is a great time of the year. I will say, with a caveat, what makes it not the most wonderful time of the year, Sam, is that that damn pollen starts settling in and my allergies... I knew you were going to say something about allergies. Bro. Dude, That's hilarious. I am going through pain right now. I just like dropped 40 bucks at the CVS to get my allergy medication. Who also knew that allergy medicine is so damn expensive? And I'm ready. I'm gearing up. Like, this is a battle. They're saying that it's coming this year. And I'm ready to gear up and get this thing going because I'm, I'm just, it's coming. And it, it's coming, it messes man. with me every year. And probably you. I know you. I actually don't have bad allergies. You're lucky. Uh, I'm, I'm very lucky. I don't have bad allergies. Um, just a little scratchy eyes, maybe every now and then. But yeah, allergy season's here. March Madness is here. And I guess there's a lot of lessons to be learned from both for Elevation Nation. So we can start with allergies. Ready? <laughs> Some things, here's my life lesson for allergies. Didn't expect us to go down this road, but here we go. Some things in life you think are out of your control, but actually, you can alleviate them. That's my allergy lesson for the what day. What is that, an ad? You just that do like an that's, ad? That's an ad for... Aleve? But Aleve is for like if you have leave. pain in your muscles, dude. No, I'm talking about alleviating, uh, alleviating your allergies. Yeah, my but allergy like sometimes for life. it doesn't work. I wouldn't know. And if you... Listen, if you're listening, you, I know you know, and you have allergies, I know you know what I'm talking about. Like taking allergy medicine for four weeks and just doesn't work. That's a thing. That's why I'm like I pray to God every night that my allergy medication is going to work, so that I can see and breathe the next day. <laughs> oh my gosh, the struggle is real for Parker. So if anyone has any tips on how to, he can. Handle it's only going to get worse. It's only getting worse before it gets better. Just saying. Uh, all right, do you have a life lesson to be learned about your allergies, Parker? It's inevitable. It's coming. It's regardless. So I think it's all about just preparation. I mean, we could we could talk about this in any way possible. Like, you know, if we're talking about you got to give a presentation, that's inevitable. It's coming regardless. You might as well prepare. You might as well get going and practice. In this case, buy your medication early and get in the habit of shoving that thing up your nose. Squirt, squirt, and hopefully pray. Didn't think we were going this direction, Elevation Hopefully Nation, pray that it works. So preparation, that's all, because it's coming. It's coming. All right, and to tie things back together to our actual topic for the episode of March Madness, just like preparing for allergy season, all these teams throughout the country prepare 
for March, right? Wanting to get invited to the tournament, wanting to make it to the national championship. And what's crazy about preparation and why I love March Madness and college basketball is that you put in an entire year, maybe even four years worth of work into eventually one game, one play, one moment, and one outcome. And that's why I think March is so beautiful and also scary. And the lesson I learned every single March, and one that I lived through, and Parker's going to make fun of me, but still haunts me to this day, was when I was playing high school basketball, we had invested the entire year in training for our tournament in March, right? Down in Peoria, Illinois, where we played in the state Final Four. And no matter how prepared you think you are, how confident you think your team is, anything can happen when you step on the court to play a, bit, play a game. And that's one of the hard lessons of life that I think I learned early through sports and through basketball. And that is sometimes things are outside of your control. Sometimes things don't go your way, but it's how you respond, how you recover and how you grow as a person that I think is the big lesson that you learned. Um, I won't lie. Jabari Parker and Jaleel Okafor still haunt my dreams to this day, every now and then. But I learned a lot about that. I learned a lot about losing. And I learned a lot about character. And I think what's beautiful about March is you have all these moldable young college athletes that are learning that same life lesson each and every March in the tournament when they win, when they lose. Preparation can only get you so far. And the rest is sometimes luck, skill, any combination of both. But how you respond to either a win or a loss truly makes your character at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, there's we're not we're not sitting like games over. We're evaluating character. Okay, you lost to a whatever seed. We're going to evaluate your character. No, but I'm sure there's a lot to be learned through going through. First of all, they're playing at the highest level in college basketball, something that yeah. they ever hope to dream of playing in the tournament. Like it's just so cool. I think one of the craziest things about March Madness, and I agree with you, Sam. I really do. I didn't play basketball, but you know, I played other sports, and we didn't really play in that massive of a tournament like you're talking through. But um, what I love about March Madness is the idea that you have David and Goliath every year, hmm. and somehow David overcomes Goliath. There's one David and there's one Goliath. And what's going on with uh, St. Peter's and what they've done, like just watching. If you don't, if you're not watching March Madness, there's a school 15 seed. A 15 seed has only won two games. And that was last year, Oral Roberts. But this year, I think it's a little different because St. Peter's beat Kentucky in the first round. And if you look at the statistics about the amount of money and resources that Kentucky puts into their program, millions and millions and millions of dollars. They have three five stars, four four stars, and like two three stars. And then you look at St. Peter's. Their budget is like $1.5 million. All of Kentucky's assistant coaches make more than their head coach. And they don't have a player who's a five-star, a four-star, or a three-star out of high school. And on top of that, if you look at their gym, it is literally a high school gym. Sam, Stevenson was prob gym was probably bigger than this gym that St. Peter's is at. But yet, somehow, someway, the Goliath in Kentucky lost to St. Peter's. I just, it's crazy to think about. 
It's wild to think about. You have a Hall of Fame coach losing to a team where in a month, if they don't win the national championship, we're just going to forget about them and maybe never hear about St. Peter's again. There are legends that are born in March, right? Legends, nicknames for teams, teams that make big pushes. And that's why I love March Madness is any given day, a team can shock the world. And that's what's fun. It's what makes it special. It's what makes it great. And I think, again, there's a lot of things that we can take away around March Madness with life. Sometimes the underdog can be actually an advantage. And I bring that up because I just read a book. Parker, I don't know if you've read it. David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell. I've read it. I've read I think it. it's yeah. perfect examples um, in this. If you guys haven't read it, Elevation Nation, I highly recommend it. It essentially brings up a bunch of historical examples of when people thought someone was an underdog, when in fact they actually use that underdog status to their advantage. David and Goliath being an example of one. Getting into the scientifics behind Goliath actually uh, having a pituitary grand growth issue. He was blind. And being blind, and that's why he lost to David, because he couldn't see him coming to attack him. Right? So... It's just an interesting concept about how the underdog could really be an advantage. A lot of Elevation Nation, myself included, f- feel and felt like an underdog for a very long time. Sometimes you feel like, I don't know, maybe you're not the main character of your own story. Maybe all these people on social media are living a better life than you. Sometimes being the underdog can be an advantage. It can make you grittier. It can make you hungrier for what you actually want in the world. So take a step back. Think about all the underdog stories that have been successes and write your own path, just like all these teams in March are doing as well. Yes, we can all say, and I'm sure the people in St. Peter's will say too, physically and from a basketball IQ and talent perspective, Kentucky, and I guess they just beat Murray State, they are better. And everyone knows that. But there's something that people all have, and that's the intangibles, the heart the grit, the motivation, the willingness to be vulnerable, the, the all those soft skills, Sam, that we talk about. Yeah. You don't need to be the most technically sound person. Sometimes those soft skills help you get over the hump, help you write your own underdog story. I don't know. I, I just think it's like it's so freaking cool that like that happens. And we see it before our eyes. We see it before. Well, in the NBA, the underdog really never wins. I feel like the best team every <laughs> yeah. every year every wins. Every year wins. But like there's so many basketball. games that it evens out. Like there's so yeah. many games that eventually, statistically, the favorite team usually wins. You're right. Exactly. Oh, the because there's a series. Listen, if there was a best of seven series, <laughs> Kentucky's winning Kentucky the series game, four man. to one after they lose the first game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think there's a lot of really cool opportunities and lessons to be learned in March. Again, it's my favorite time of the year. Parker and I really don't have anything else to preach. We just want to talk about March Madness for 15 minutes with you, with Elevation Nation. Hopefully your brackets aren't busted. We'd love to hear how uh, people are doing. They are. Mine is They're absolutely busted. Everyone I'm very busted. big 10 heavy in my picks <sighs> because those are the it's teams rough. I watch all year. So they're the only teams I know about. So my picks are very skewed which never really works out because the Big Ten teams are all beat up, unfortunately. You know the last time the Big Ten won the national championship? When was it? Oh, God. 2002. 
Michigan State. It's a oh, long time. That's a long time. That's a very long and time. Honestly, I don't think this year's changed it. All right, I'm going to end this on uh, a perspective, Sam. It's said by Ty Howard. Underdogs adapt, they evolve, and become winners because of their preparation, heart, execution, and relentless attitude that the game will not end any other way. Mindset, brother. I'm preparing for allergy season. I have heart <laughs> that it's going to go well, and I'm executing by I went to CVS, and I bought my allergy medication. Medication. And now I have a relentless attitude that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to conquer allergy season this year, but also elevate other areas of my life as well. I have the utmost faith in you, you underdog, David, to take <laughs> on pollen. That is the Goliath of New York well, City. Well, the Goliath, think about the Goliath is pollen, dude. Everyone effect, gets affected by this thing. Like, this is a big freaking thing. I guess not everybody gets affected by allergies, no? The lucky ones. Maybe they're the, the Goliaths in this world. The ones who don't get affected by pollen. That could Sam be is true. speechless. <laughs> I'm speechless. I can't say I've thought this much about pollen in a long time. But Parker, it's always a pleasure. We'll see who the Natty Champ is in a couple weeks. Until next week, Elevation Nation. Peace.